welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 50 for subscribers of news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. And it is Share the Show Tuesday. If you know anybody who is just absolutely sick of the mainstream media, is not listening to the news anymore, you can tell them that we will go through the news so they don't have to. And we will present it with not a spin or a political bias, but with one intention only. And that is to pull back the curtain on why that thing got in the news and why it matters to you. Why it's in the news is always a reason and why it matters to you is never the reason they give you. Pretty much. So we report on the propaganda so that you don't have to sift through it yourselves. And we also, on Share the Show Tuesday, try to tell you where there are meetups of like-minded people. So you can, if you want to share the show, we have uh, the Higher Side Chats where like-minded people have a lot of meetups. No Agenda has a lot of meetups that are probably appropriate to us, too. Maybe I'll start reading them as well. So if you know anybody in Washington State, Oklahoma, or Oregon, you want to share the show with them specifically because there are some chats, some higher side chat meetups coming up then. And we love our Propaganda Report listeners to go to those because we know that community is the most important thing. And that's actually a big part of what we do. It's amazing how many people have made connections just through this show and finding like-minded people. And to us, it's much more important that you connect with people locally so that you can defend your rights and keep aware of the the issues that are coming up around you than it is to just stay aware of the national news. But so that's part of what we do. Share the show if you know anybody who might benefit from that or be interested in that. And it is the week of the first Friday. So we are having a disappearing patron party for all party level members. That's patrons of the truth, uh, friends of the show, patron saints. If you want to pop in for this cocktail party, even if you just do it for a month, join up at patreon.com slash propaganda report. And then after the DPP, there's always an after party at dppdiscord.com. So it's always a fun night. That's this Friday. We would love to see you there. And uh, that's it. On with the show. All right. Well, the truckers are protesting in Canada, as I'm sure you are are aware, the Freedom Convoy. And (laughs) Justin Blackface Trudeau has called the protest an insult to freedom, saying that he has protested in the past for causes that he deems worthy, citing Black Lives Matter as a great example. That's what he said. And... The Ottawa authorities, the police in Ottawa, have taken an action against these protests. They are launching today a hate crime hotline for reporting offenses committed during these demonstrations. They are doing so following what they say are reports of violent, racist abuse, harassment, and the displaying of Nazi imagery at the protests at Canada's capital. So the basis for doing this, according to the police chief in Ottawa, he says they have several active investigations undergoing from bribery to threats to assault to dangerous operation of vehicles. And he says that demonstrators harassment targets include a homeless shelter guard who was racially abused, a couple with a pride flag who were verbally abused and fled their home and 
Also, he said the nature of these crowds and the crowd dynamics, the individual acts of defiance become far more difficult for our, our officers to manage. And then they show a picture saying that some protesters have been seen waving Confederate flags and swastikas, you know, because people who wave Confederate flags always wave swastikas at the same time. You, you know, that's just, it's just it was, ridiculous. I heard that, too, on Fox headlines this morning. And what was hilarious is that they didn't give a lot of time to the story. They just gave like one big long sentence. And it started with these free truckers for freedom who are objecting to vaccine mandates or covid testing medical procedures for them to cross borders and who are also I don't know if they were proponents or advocates of smaller governments or whatever the it was about having smaller government. That's what Fox headlines was saying. And in the same sentence said that there were several or a few or handful or whatever of Nazi flags and Confederate flags. And I just and I've seen this before, and it's even more tortured than you need to get the vaccine because I got the vaccine, but it doesn't really work unless you get one, too. Like, that's like tortured logic, which I cannot get my mind around. And then this idea that people who want smaller government, more freedom and not be forced into medical experimentation are Nazis. I cannot. I've tried to get my mind around it. There are articles in it in the Hote propaganda. Yeah. We covered a story a few months ago about how they are trying to turn the Confederate flag into the new swastika because they're saying Nazis in other countries, because they're not allowed to, to, to display the swastika, are displaying the Confederate flag. And this is a carrying on of that theme. And this also carries on this agenda where they want to categorize anybody who questions the vaccine, anybody who questions the mask. Anybody who questions the election results, anybody who is hesitant about anything they don't want you to be hesitant about, they want to put it all in the bucket of deplorables and call it all racist Nazism so that people won't want to touch it, that they will stay away from it. Yeah, that's an interesting point, because I've been saying how it's no longer about ideology. It's just about image. So these people who girls run around, whatever, with their TikTok stuff and their communist stuff and all that. And I hate capitalism, but they're fanatical about the vaccine, even though big pharma is much more, much closer to fascism than, than communism. But, but the image makers are not the image makers like Angelina Jolie is some like, statusy actress and what she does goes she belongs to the cfr like the image makers are the behind the scenes people that cia check at facebook that push this stuff down they create the images they give them pink hair whatever they make their own the basket of desirables whatever and they can put whatever they want in there provax stuff whatever and likewise they can put whatever they want in the image of the basket of deplorables, even if it's not consistent. But we did also, I remember us talking about this back in the day, way, way, way back before it was even plausible that or obvious that Trump may as an icon, as a symbol, as a face, as a literal person personification of all that is bad in the 21st century will perhaps replace Hitler from the 20th century and we may actually see how that kind of a villainous icon is created now they might have to kill him to do it and boy would that galvanize the the maga people the trust the plan people the q people i mean they we there hasn't been i can't has there been an assassination in this country recently not that i like remember if, 
a known assassination because they they're happening. They happen in other countries, but yeah. and they've happened here. So I don't know about that. And then they also have the Simpsons theme, which has been debunked, by the way. Yes, I want to hear about that. But one other quick thing about this. One Nazi flag or one Confederate flag, and those aren't the same thing, at a rally doesn't make everybody who's attending or everybody who's standing up to something part of that group. But they try and use that one to categorize everybody underneath that same thing. So all they got to do is send one false flag person to go do that. I assume that absolutely everybody carrying any kind of Nazi stuff is an FBI agent. Yeah. I mean, or CIA or whatever. That's a good assumption, I think. No doubt. Yeah, there's not... Because this is America. Like... We, we have the Confederate flag. Okay, it's American, but and they have Nazis still like in Europe from the beginning, from like the stay behind from Gladio, Sweden. That whole Olaf Palm thing, Palm was uh, tons of Nazis played into that. In Ukraine, Nazis are right now our allies. So, I mean, they're fucking Nazis. They have their own little, like, almost swastika, like the SS thing. It's crazy. Tony Book. Look him up. He was buddies with Newland, buddies with McCain. It is messed up. And it makes me nervous saying stuff like that because I'm scared of those kind of people. <laughs> uh, so, but, so the Simpsons thing was they're all showing how Homer had like a convoy. I forget what his convoy was for, but now they're saying that the clip that's being circulated has been digitally altered. <laughs> so like, cause the Tom Hanks thing from the Simpsons movie, Tom Hanks said the U S government has run out of credibility. So it's borrowing some of mine and I'm going to be the spokesperson for this. Oh and gosh. Tom Hanks is literally doing campaign ads for Biden or something, or, you know, I love COVID or whatever the hell is <laughs> the shtick is. So yeah, no, he's all over that. And Tom Hanks is also the guy who launched this whole thing off oh, a couple of years yes. ago with him and his wife. Yes. Yes. And I think we were I think this was one that both of us can take credit for. Like we were I think we were running a pool of who would be the first celebrity to get it. And I don't think we figured it out, but we knew enough to identify that a celebrity would launch it. And then we were all like. Tom Hanks, of course. Yeah, he's the spokesperson. <laughs> Continues of course. To be. And then he had that crazy speech at Wright University about how sitting on your couch playing video games makes us, makes those kids the next greatest generation. Oh my gosh, it was so crazy. So I did a show. Did I tell you about this? I might have even told you about this on the air. Uh, with uh, uh, Chris, who was at one of our Zoom parties, he is a... He has a podcast, Truth Conduit, and I did this with him a couple of weeks ago, which we'll put in probably our premium feed somewhere along the line. And he, I, I asked him to name, I coined a phrase, like with the Tripoli thing I did recently, they named it the priests of the electron microscope, which is one of my favorite expressions. But with Chris, I coined it in real time where he was saying something to the effect of, This headline that I read in the Wall Street Journal today, it says COVID restrictions and other overreach bring America toward a libertarian moment. So COVID restrictions and other overreach bring America toward a libertarian moment. Now, this was written by Gerard Baker, who's um, an editor or the editor chief in chief at Wall Street Journal. So whatever, I'm sure this is there for a reason. I'll tell you a little bit more about that. But that exactly depicts or hijacks 
even what I said to Chris, which was he was saying that. And I said, oh, so you mean that the remnant has become self-aware? The remnant has become self-aware. So people didn't even know that they had a tipping point, that they were in the minority, that they were maintaining the values that we associate with the American foundation. And that is so the remnant is really like a Catholic expression of the people or maybe it's Christian generally. I don't know. But like there's a Catholic, an old fashioned Catholic newspaper called The Remnant. And it's the people who still fight the good fight. They're not drinking the baby's blood. They don't like Papa Frank, but it's the remnants. And and Ron Paul has talked about use that expression as well. And you can use it for political reasons. But there has always been a remnant there, which I was aware of, but not everybody knew they were a part of it. And now people are waking up. Now, I feel like that kind of stuff is 100 percent in the calculus of the people who launch these things. They have to have some flexibility in there, some motion. They have limited hangouts, controlled opposition. They know what they're doing. And just being aware sometimes is enough of a vent that you just are like, oh, I get it now. That's enough. It's not enough. It's like loving your kids, not enough. You need to like discipline and nurture and action and attention. It's it's not just the idea of it. That's enough. But this guy is suggesting that it says trillion dollar spending, onerous regulations and even censorship haven't ended the pandemic and people are beginning to wake up. And then, of course, he cites Youngkin and DeSantis as like these great libertarian saviors. And neither of those guys are in the slightest bit libertarian. They're conservative and they're neoconservative and they're both seem very deep state to me, hyper corporate in the Youngkin case and DeSantis, like the the only Jag Navy SEAL, I think that I heard in like SEAL Team One. Uh, so it's just and, and the stuff that they do, it's very like English style conservative where we accept the role of big government and welfare and warfare, but we're going to be more common sense efficient. Like I hate that crap. It just opens the door for more power. And in this article, Baker talks about what he calls the ratchet effect, but it's really what Bob Higgs described in Crisis and Leviathan, which is that as a crisis occurs, Leviathan, the government gets bigger. And yes, after the crisis is over, it may shrink a little bit from its biggest point, but it'll never go back to where it was before the crisis. And he's and and what I would say is that the people that he's talking about, Youngkin and DeSantis, they actually only appear to be libertarian because they're pushing back on the crisis level Leviathan. And yes, they will get it to shrink a little bit, but they're that they're actually going to fulfill the ratchet effect, come fulfill Bob Higgs is what he describes, which is they'll get it back a little bit, but they'll never cross it over that uh, liberal fascist center that both sides have always contributed to. Yeah, it almost sounds like an effort to transform what it means to be libertarian. Right, exactly. And that is what, so actually one of the, I was listening to the radio this morning and one of the groups that was trying to get books banned on this local radio station they were talking about was um, like moms for Liberty or something. We're trying to get books banned. (laughs) And moms for Liberty. They want to ban that one. Monster really was the organization trying uh, to get I, books oh, banned. Oh, I right? see. 
But but of course, it's the it's the left that wants to ban like Mark Twain and stuff. I mean, you know, the right wants to ban like sex stuff for kids, which I, either way, whatever. We'll talk about that another time, maybe in a couple of maybe tomorrow. Yeah. But but yes, they they redefine everything. They hijack these concepts. But and just like when people were really waking up and then we got Trump and our friend Maurice went all cue on us and thought we weren't keeping up. Right. So so here. This is probably an attempt, like you're saying, to co-opt that that remnant to co-opt it and to co-opt its awareness into something else the way woke became pc and that's how it would be done and i actually see people that i previously knew to associate themselves more as libertarian kind of stepping away from that a little bit i think maybe because of this they don't want to be associated with the new type of libertarian that is emerging yes Yes, that is a good way to to create schisms and destroy the the power of it. Should we let's uh, I feel like I spent too much time on that. Let's do another story before we get to the deepest dive. Okay, well, I got one that is, I I think, relevant to look out for because I think this is a real possibility. Russia, there's a story out of the Atlantic Council today. They're one of those think tanks where they get together and they try and create world policy, much of unelected of people. And they published an article today saying that the threat that we need to worry about in regards to Russia and the whole world needs to worry about is not necessarily the conflict that might happen there. Instead, an attack on the underseas cables that our internet and the world's internet relies on. Now, I've brought a couple stories about the underseas cables over the past couple of weeks because I've seen more of these types of stories in the headlines than I've ever seen before in my life. I'm familiar with underseas cables and trying to control them because of uh, my research into World War One and how the UK controlled the underseas cables to control the information that we got and that Germany was able to send back and forth. And Here's what they say in the Atlantic Council article. They say that if attackers can damage, destroy, or merely cut power to physical and internet infrastructure, such as these cables, they can disrupt the internet communications in a target area to cause public panic and unrest, undermine economic activity, and disrupt the flow of government and citizen communications. And then they cite how Russia apparently did this to Crimea in 2014, although I guess it could probably be argued who actually did it. So they cut off the communication channels from the outside world uh, in Crimea and the head of the United Kingdom's armed forces warned that Russia's naval activity could threaten submarine cables and allow Moscow to disrupt the global internet traffic and of the scenarios they present that could possibly happen is one and this is an interesting one they say that Russia could cut a cable that links both it's a Russian owned and operated cable that would disrupt the communications in Ukraine, but it would also disrupt communications in Crimea. So they'd be cutting their own cable and their own communications <laughs> from at the themselves Kremlin, to themselves. Right. For the reason of causing panic in Ukraine and limiting the international community's visibility into what Russia is doing. And the other scenario is that they would cut a series of cables located near Ireland that would basically cut off communication from Ukraine and 
Norway, the UK, Iceland, and the United States disrupting the global flow of internet traffic. I think this could be the false flag that we're looking for, that it could get cut in the UK, maybe the US. I would predict the UK and blamed on Russia. Absolutely. My mind is on fire with the possibilities of what you're saying. (laughs) First of all, I can't believe you just said Ireland. Just as I was looking up, I was like, the Irish fishermen just stopped military naval exercises off the coast. So then if they do it there, it could be presented as retaliation for that. I was wondering what the hell that thing was all about. And it's it, it would be a perfect false flag because what they're trying to say to Germany about because this whole thing and I'm going to I have even more in the deepest dive of the day for this, this whole thing. I'm more and more convinced that it is about gas. And today's journal just put it over the top for me that the that Nord Stream pipeline is under the water. If you look at it, some they have pipelines through Belarus and Ukraine, but the Nord Stream one and two are under the water to Germany. I guess it's under the North Sea, I guess. Uh, so what they're what they're saying is Russia could cut off your gas supply, Germany, and be very disruptive, not only to you, but all of Europe as it would spike gas prices and all that kind of stuff. So if they took under underwater cables and cut them, it would be a perfect demonstration of the thing that they're saying that Germany needs to guard itself against and they would demonstrate that russia is perfectly capable of that and willing of to do that kind of disruption you know you have been bringing stories like that that is really interesting yeah so i'm interested to see where that goes and i do find it interesting that they cite these examples of russia doing this in the past but they make no mention of the fact that this was the the british operating standard in our previous wars is to control the undersea communication cables. They just pretend that never happened so that they can shift the blame. And it's funny because there's like nothing new is under the sun. They just recycle these old themes and and they just flip them. And that's how they... One of the major reasons they were able to turn a neutral U.S. into a war-hungry U.S. and get us into World War One onto their side. We were conned by them, and that was one of the major reasons why. And it appears to be maybe happening again. Okay, before we get to our deepest dive of the day, where we will try to get to the bottom of the U.S.'s warning about Belarus, I want to tell you what we're going to talk about in the XR, which is, will Mr. Young land on his feet and... Guys, yet another reason not to send a picture of your junk to some random person. <laughs> do you need more than <laughs> so, I think some I think some do. But before we get to that, I want to thank our sponsor of today's show, Granite State Spice Blends. Go to your spice drawer and check the ingredient labels on those plastic bottles or stale, discolored powder that have been there for years. If you're seeing silicone dioxide, tricalcium phosphate, monosodium glutamate, and a bunch of other scientific terms you can't pronounce, it's time for an overhaul. Do you really want to be eating the ground-up version of what's inside those tiny packages you toss from your shoebox that clearly state do not eat? Well, that is what silicone dioxide is, and it's found in loads of FDA-approved foods disguised as an anti-caking agent. I certainly wouldn't eat this, and I don't want anyone listening to the propaganda report to be eating this either. After all, we need to stay healthy for that big move into the tunnels. 
After you chuck all of those stale spice blends or use them as pest control in your garden, come over to GraniteStateSpiceBlends.com and refill your pantry with a load of small batch spice blends that are sure to please. Matt Pierce and his wife Kim own and operate Granite State Spice Blends in Salem, New Hampshire. They are craft spice blenders creating some tasty concoctions for meats, veggies, and anything else you want to add flavor to. Their ingredients are treated with the attention and care only a professional chef can give to such an important part of your food, the flavor. They toast all of the seeds and chilies over Applewood and Fogo brand premium lump charcoal using a big green egg, which is one of my favorites, and lodge cast iron, and their herbs are muddled in a marble mortar to release the full flavor and aromatics resulting in a spice blend that will transform your food into something amazing. They never add any mystery fillers or chemically derived flavoring agents. It's just herbs and spices. So out with the old and in with the new, Granite State Spice Blends will bring the right flavor for you. Find them at GraniteStateSpiceBlends.com. Live free or die, and you can get a discount using the promo code TUNNELPEOPLEUNITE10 when you check out. That'll get you a 10% off of your entire order. This coupon has no limits of use or restrictions. You know what I do with that? First of all, I use Taco Tuesday every Tuesday, make our tacos. And I also use some of the other ones for a really great, easy vegetable or a chip dip by just getting half sour cream, half mayo, and you pour that into taste. I think it even has the salt and stuff already in it. And it's just great. I love it. Really, really good. Very fresh. Really good. Yes. Awesome. And if you guys have not yet... I need you to go to thepropreport.com and sign up for our newsletter because you can check out our latest newsletter that Monica publishes monthly. A fantastic newsletter has all kinds of great information in it, including news of upcoming events and shows, book recommendations, the latest happenings, info on our guest appearances, cutles from Stella. <laughs> yeah, we got a couple of great ones. But they feature you and Edmund. I know. Time. My Did dog makes them? an appearance in them. These are <laughs> hilarious artistic works that oftentimes reflect some subjects that we've talked about. In oh, our yeah. Various it's fantastic. Shows. They're awesome. You need to check them out. And as Monica said, Edmund makes an appearance in there. Lots of great stuff in there. So check it out if you haven't. And while you're there on our website, you can go to our sponsor page where you will find info on all of our sponsors and what they do. And check out our store page where we got great t-shirts now in three colors. And also the best and biggest coffee mugs in podcasting as well as stickers, coasters, lots of cool stuff. So check it out. You can also find our donate page there if you just want to help support the show. And finally, we have a continuous player with all of our shows on it. If you just want to hit play and let it roll the properport.com check it out and now on to our deepest dive of the day yes this is the propaganda report's deepest dive of the day and i was going to do it on belarus but i decided instead to do it on the guitar pipeline or not pipeline and it's so perfect because of what your story was. So there's no doubt in my mind, I've said from the beginning, I cracked the code on it, that this is about the Nord Stream pipeline. The more I read about it, the more that's clear that, that in December, there was an article that said Russia. So under Trump, somehow Trump and the West got the subcontractor who was finishing the Nord Stream 2 pipeline to withdraw from the project and kind of hang it up. Russia went in there with their own equipment, their own ships, everything. They fixed, they finished it on their own. And they said, we are just waiting for approval to turn this thing on under the water. And 
we will it will drive down the price of gas like so maybe it would have been in time for winter whatever but it's very clear that that is would drive down the price of gas and supply germany and absolutely if you drive down the price of gas you're never getting liquefied natural gas anywhere and the only way that the us or qatar at this point can get their gas into europe is to liquefy it which is a dangerous and expensive process i used to work in at I was an energy banker for a little while. So, and I remember learning about liquefied natural gas because it could blow up an entire ship just to drop getting between the double hull because it would expand like crazy because wow. it's compressed. It's gas compressed to the point where it's liquid. Crazy. It sounds pretty so, safe. Yeah, it's not safe. So Qatar, and I've talked before about Qatar having, sharing that pipe field with, that gas field with Iran and competing to go through these countries into Europe to get pipelines up there. Russia's ahead of them. And I just saw today an article about Qatar and then another article that was like, no way. So the big article was, I think it was on the front page of the journal, Biden to designate Qatar as a major non-NATO ally. So they can't be part of NATO because they're not North Atlantic, but they're a big ally. And he says, this is how it's depicted in the journal. It, it, they are trying to strengthen ties as the U.S. seeks energy supplies for Europe in case Russia invades Ukraine. And it says the U.S. has been attempting to persuade Doha and other nations to help secure energy supplies to Ukraine in case Putin invades Ukraine. I think somewhere it says like again. So some NATO countries are relying on gas from Russia for, uh, that cross Belarus and Ukraine. And also go under the water to Germany. So I don't think it's like that at all. I think it's the opposite. I think they know where they want the supplies to come from and that they are actually went out of their way to escalate in Ukraine because it would be the one thing that Russia really can't tolerate. So Russia's been asking for these security things. I'm going to cover that a little more in the XR. I don't want to get sidetracked. But so Qatar, Qatar is a really close or I should say, seems to be quite an ally with us from Afghanistan to um, the fight against ISIS. We have military bases there. And I just I see Biden sitting down with this guy, kind of asking him to support gas supplies in Europe, which they definitely would do if there's any way they could. And I, I just tried to figure out, like, what's the I got to crack the code here. And then I see a little article referred to at the bottom of this big article in Wall Street Journal. Qatar buys planes from Boeing. Qatar just committed to buying 100 planes from Boeing at a price of $20 billion. 100 planes, $20 billion. Get this. The Nord Stream pipeline that Russia built into Germany only cost $11 billion. So we're talking big money here, big money. And it's the it's the largest uh, order of freighter aircraft that Boeing has ever had in its history. It will it says another article I found said this deal is a boon to Boeing, which has struggled to launch the triple seven X model amid production delays. But the tide seems to be turning uh, because of the Qatar purchase and a smaller purchase, a very small purchase, relatively small purchase from China. And I'm like, okay, so now we know how Qatar is paying for us to do this thing. Right. They're just giving it to Boeing. But how does Biden get Boeing money? I don't know. Does Biden own stock in Boeing? I really don't know. But given 
how much evidence of corruption there has been of Biden, especially in the Ukraine history, Hunter and China. There's no doubt in my mind that guy knows how to work this. That's what I would look as Hunter, see if he has any ownings and holdings. Yes, yes, you're right. Of course. Yes. And and I saw an article in Bloomberg. I don't subscribe, so I can't pay for it. It says that last year, Qatar hired seven lobbying firms. Seven. So uh, even in the article, there's another article in the Wall Street Journal today that talked about the U.N. There was a big meeting at the U.N. And even at one point, it says that the U.S. is seeking to build a coalition in Europe to impose sanctions on Russia, including halting the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. I mean, if you know what to look for, it's it's all roads point to this. And I actually think in a way it's good news because and we can talk about this in the XR because I don't think they can get Russia to invade. I think they're just trying their hardest to freak Germany out, to provoke Russia. But Putin's not not stupid. We'll talk about what he said yesterday a little bit more. Uh, in the after after the after party. Interesting. I do want to do some research now to see what Hunter Biden's association. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you do. I hope you do. Since he's usually the bad guy. All right. Well, thank you, Monica. Do we have any shout outs today? Oh, we have many shout outs. All right. Let's hear them. So first of all, by coincidence, I didn't even realize that you were going to promote Granite State Spice Blends. But Matt Pierce who's the chef behind that, just emailed saying he wanted to, he's going to be at the Liberty Forum in Manchester, New Hampshire, uh, March 4th to 6th. He's going to have a booth there. He wants to wear his Propaganda Report t-shirt. He wants to put up banners. He's just asking if there's any way he could promote the show because he loves us. And I'm happy to sponsor that event, by the way. But if we want to just pay for a little ad in their flyers, I don't know what. But anyway, I think the Hidden Fran might be there. If you guys are interested, I put the link in the show notes. It is nhlibertyforum.com. Also, there are, like I said before, three Higher Side Chats meetups coming up. One on the 4th of February in Bellingham, Washington. One on the 5th of February in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Once on the 6th of February in Gresham, Oregon. So go represent the propaganda report. That would be great. And do not forget, please, that it is Share the Show Tuesday. Yes, it is. Share the Show Tuesday. And you guys can find your drive time news blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform with a Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to the extra content that we post every time we post a DMB, you can go to patreon.com slash propaganda report locals, propreport.locals.com, rockfin.com slash propaganda report, and you can subscribe there, check those out, and see which one you like. We will talk to you guys in the DMB XR or tomorrow. Have a fantastic Share the Show Tuesday.